0: Scorpion or an axe. Jason's gonna hand one of those bottle bears over. Yeah, you like those things? Nope. I specifically bought them so we could have something cool to open our bears with. (coughs) Plus, it's made out of like actual iron. That was kinda cool. Cool. Broad iron. Uh, Hit it. Do it. Hit it.
1: Yeah. Yeah!
0: I don't know what's going on No, it's fine Okay <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Timothy Bennett here Aaron Banyan Jason Chandler Welcome to B&B Banter Bros Goes to the movies Yeah So tonight, uh, we are going to talk about the most famous, probably, black actor comedian there is Especially in the 80s Eddie Murphy
2: For sure Yeah, it's he was probably... Well, yeah, in the 80s, is probably one of the biggest He names. was. He, he was. was.
0: He was also the highest-paid actor at one point.
2: Uh, yeah, no, Richard Pryor was more sad. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Eddie Murphy idolized. Yeah, that's true. basically got his bit. Yeah, I think Delirious Murphy. has a bit yeah. about him talking to Richard Pryor about Bill Cosby getting mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> <Yeah. clears
0: throat> Bill Cosby called me up. Started chewing me out. So you can't say... Phil far and far yeah. right. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about. But first, uh, do we have any announcements? Any shows that are coming up? Anything of that nature?
3: My band, Don't Look At Me, has got a show in Red Wing, um, two hours away from St. Cloud, and on the 29th of this month. Okay. Is it?
0: Is Red Wing in Minnesota? Yeah, I'm, yes. Okay, well, I'm asking because <laughs> I, I literally don't know where
2: it is. Yeah. I've never heard okay. of it before, so. But Red Wing is where Red Wing. Wow. Red wow. Wing shoe stores came from.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. That's where it started. That's where they called Red Wing shoes. I thought it was in Wisconsin, to be honest. Because you, I heard it was, oh, two hours away. I'm like, that's right around Wisconsin. So, I mean, it could be, I guess. I don't know. Anyway.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. The music starts at 9 p.m. Uh, you yeah, the other yeah. with you, or is it just you guys? You know, you think I would
0: know that stuff, but uh, yeah. You'll <laughs> find out when you get this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and cool. then um, yeah, I got a, a pre plug, pre recorded. We can play later. I'm not gonna try all that other stuff. I failed that several <laughs> times already. You
0: failed. We failed.
3: Yeah, I didn't set you guys up for success, so you know. That's no. Cool. <laughs> so
0: Jason, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us correctly what? Your <laughs> label is called, or your music,
3: Concrete Head Entertainment. You, you heard can it find there. all the albums on
0: Concrete Head Entertainment Bandcamp. dot com. There you go, folks. You heard it from him, not from us. It's not our job. <laughs> I I want to apologize, but the more I think about it, I shouldn't have to apologize for I scrapping n- that. Was shit. Not
3: looking for an apology. I just Good. wanted to bust your
0: balls with the <laughs> word butcher. Yeah,
1: well, you did.
2: He, he wasn't on the episode. We didn't have to really do that much
3: for him. Yeah, I, I suffer the consequences for not being on that episode.
0: All right. All right. But, uh. So yeah. Let's dive well, in. Yeah. Why don't we get into it? And so yeah, we're gonna be talking about Eddie Murphy, and if you really don't know who he is, you've been living under a rock because the dude has been making He's, films yeah. pretty consistently over the years for the past thirty years at least. Uh, making films. He's
3: released three full length albums.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, he he touches base every with everything. And yep. even
3: the fact that he hasn't been prominent in the last what ten years, he's still doing stuff. He's
0: still doing he's stuff. Yeah.
3: Well, as of late, he started doing movies again. But yeah, because what was he that... started doing bad movies, and he was like, all right, screw this. I'm just going to spend time with my family. And then, uh, yeah, he took many many years off. But that being said, like, you still know who Eddie Murphy is. Like, even if you're, well, yeah. I mean, he's in some of the most iconic
2: stuff. I mean, from. I mean from the Shrek is probably the most widely known thing uh, that he can be recognized from.
0: Yep, as the voice of Donkey. Yeah. But exactly. he's he's uh I mean it's the name alone, like it's really hard not to know that name. Mm-hmm. Well between like, that, between
2: just him being mentioned like through Charlie Murphy on the Chappelle show. That's right, yep. Um, things like that, I mean, he's he's referenced tons. Yep. Um so I just yeah, there's no way you shouldn't. There's no
0: way you can't know who he is. Right.
3: Yeah. And he... He's done so much stuff. You're going to find something you'll love and something you'll hate. Yep. Yeah.
0: And, and the biggest thing about Eddie Murphy is he, he didn't get right into acting. He started off in comedy. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, it didn't take long. He was, what, young? He was, like, 18, 18 when he got his first special. Yeah. Which was, what, it was uh, delirious was yeah. his yeah. first special. Was he eighteen when he did delirious? He was eighteen yeah. or nineteen, yeah. Damn. Like, yeah, eighteen or nineteen. I didn't know his age, yep. so yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. He he wasn't even old enough to well, probably back then he was old enough to drink. They had different right. drinking laws, but yeah. yeah. He was young. He was young and yet he had this this uh I don't know, he had this this uh, mature, like almost like an old man kind of I don't know, yeah. mentality to him. Like he was way above where he should have been at night at 19 years old, man. I would, I barely even know how to change my own pants. Like, right. I, yeah. I was, yeah. There are many things that
2: I could do at 18, but I'm not well.
0: Yeah, there's no way like, I'd be able to yeah. do it line up like he did because Delirious is fantastic. Oh, it's a yeah. It is a fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Both specials uh, special. are
2: are phenomenal. Like that and what the Raw that came, yep. however many years, like a the year red or two later. The
0: purple suit, Yep, yep. <laughs>
2: I mean, shit, now thinking about it, thinking of Delirious, or Raw, there's an episode of Scrubs where they get the the purple leather suit from Raw to wear. If you ever watched an episode, there's an episode of Scrubs where Zach Braff and Donald Faison both get the suit.
0: I feel like I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's referenced all over the place. Like,
2: that's, I don't
0: know, I happen to think of that, right? He was the biggest person on the planet at one point, like yep. and at a very young age too. Like he had yeah. success very early. But I mean, not without his tribulations too. I mean he didn't live just an easy life. He didn't just come up and then there he was, a superstar. I mean it basically was right. almost overnight. <laughs>
2: right. But he didn't implode the way others did. You know what I mean? Like, or at least from what I can remember. He didn't like
1: he
2: Yeah, he didn't just like collapse in on himself like drugs and shit didn't really get done. yeah like he made oh, mistakes yeah. here and there but like he never got taken down by drugs or anything like that like he didn't get into a lot of scandals like he did shit but like
0: he, he had one major scandal and that was in the like, the mid 90s uh, like it was yeah, like yeah. right around the time I think he was maybe just before he did Dr. Doolittle mm-hmm. um, and that was where he, yeah, he got pulled over by an officer and he had a uh, transvestite in his yeah, prostitute yeah, in his car
2: yeah. and then him and Hugh Grant got in trouble for shit like that like the same time I feel like because Hugh Grant yeah, got in yeah, trouble yeah, like I that. I I was
0: but Hugh Grant me. got caught having sex with these prostitutes or whatever. Right. And Eddie Murphy, there's nothing that said he did. It was just a he they were just, yes, just person hanging in a out car. character study. And the, and Maybe. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it been. the biggest thing he said was that I just gave her a ride home.
3: <laughs> right.
0: And, uh, but then again, why would you give nobody a, a ride home when you're that big? I mean, that's, I think, the biggest thing people were asking. But anyway, we can we yeah. dive into my, that a little bit later.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I already had my best guess. But, uh, yeah, he didn't implode by drugs or alcohol, or any of that, like, Sam Kinison stuff. But uh, yeah, I always heard stories about how fucking serious Eddie Murphy took his stuff. Like, he would practice all the time. Yep. He would never thought he was great. But, like, behind the scenes, he was mm-hmm. just, like, in his head and beating himself up, insecure. But then he comes out on stage and he just... Has this I don't give a fuck attitude with so much fun yep. to it and confidence and I don't know.
0: What well, he did, so he
3: took it very serious.
0: He did a, a an interview when he was what, twenty or something like that. I think he had already done a couple films. He did it's probably after Trading Places, uh, mm, Coming to good. America. It's also like um, he already had a handful of films under his belt. Yeah, and he did an interview and. He basically comes off as a very shy, introverted kind of person, mm-hmm. and not that he was super shy. He could talk; he didn't have really a really problem. But he comes off very quiet and very timid. Yeah, but humble. the opposite of that delivery. Absolutely, very humble. And- yeah, until you until you look at his dress, you know, his outfits and. That's a whole kind of cocky <laughs> But he knows how to put on
2: I think that's part of him Just being knowing how to put on
3: a show
0: Yeah True And like, he, he definitely had like A, a sense of fashion or a style Yeah That fit the time too. And the, Yeah
3: the leather Leather in the 80s and Yeah it, it, It's true It was all necessary in those days you know,
0: But even him He even admits Like yeah I like You know Been in this game for You know You know 10 years already And it's like It's just It seems like it flies by and yet, I'm I sure. didn't. I didn't get into that drug and alcohol stuff. So I like. I I was like in my twenties. Now I'm in my thirties, and he's like, you know, I look back, and I'm just like, yeah, what happened to all that? Yep. And yet, he was there. He was aware of it. So, I think it's pretty impressive that he didn't dive into alcohol or drugs. Yeah, the it's, ter- only, it's super impressive. Still to this day, too. Like the only drugs that he says he's addicted to is caffeine. Yeah, well, he I drinks coffee every day.
2: <laughs> I, and yeah, he just turned sixty, in middle of April. Like yeah. April 13th, I think.
0: Yeah, so Eddie Murphy was born Edward Reagan Murphy, which, oh, I don't know, that doesn't seem like appropriate name, middle you name for him. Sounds but unnatural. <laughs> it does, but he was born on April 3rd, 1961 in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, yeah, so it's... He's getting up there. Yeah, he's 60, yeah. He's,
2: was, I feel like his parents were... I'm just remembering, like, from the specials, him doing impressions of his parents. And were they immigrants, by chance?
0: No. Uh, I don't, okay. I, I don't know born, why I thought that. Or they
2: were... I just remember the way he made their voices, and I always got the impression they weren't exactly native English speakers for some reason. <laughs> Especially but... when he was talking about his uncle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just fa- a fast-talking uncle or whatever. Right, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah we, that... we could light fire. We could light fire, Eddie. <laughs> I,
2: I might be thinking of the wrong... Bits of the bits of the special too. Well, it's
0: been a long time since I watched them, so I do I do know I did learn about the fact that his father was a cop in New York City. Really? Yep. And his mother was, um, I think, like a was a teacher or something like that. Um, I can't remember what his mom did. Maybe she was like a nurse. I don't remember. But uh... oh, she telephone operator. Right,
2: teacher, telephone
0: operator, Same close thing. enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they. They were, you know, poor and stuff like that. Yeah, they weren't it's, well off, for sure. Nope, not, not by any means. But his dad was killed um, by stabbing. Damn. And so they ended up, like, basically just, you know, mom trying to yeah. raise two children on her own. It didn't really work out that well. And I think they
2: They wouldn't get any money from a pension for,
3: for the father? That
2: I seems know. strange.
0: I don't know. It was, it was oh, you got to work a...
2: Is that how a pension was like twenty
3: so like, thirty years? But yeah, I don't know, cop life. He got maybe, stabbed yeah. too early, I guess. I don't know.
0: Probably yeah. Yeah, probably or they found a way to just screw him over anyway. <clears> right. No, you know. Generally possible too. So it was the sixties and Right. Yeah. Or sixties or seventies, I don't know. The further you whatever, go back, the yeah. more corrupt things were. But yeah, yeah, I think he was he was like seven or something like that, maybe. He's pretty young. And then his mom basically was trying to raise him and it was really tough and I know that she got sick at one point, so like Damn. They were in the foster system at one mm, point wow. for a little while. And then I think they ended up basically being raised by their grandmother for a little while. until so Jeez. the mom can kind of afford to get back on the feet for a little while. Damn. And then the stepdad came in a picture, and apparently um, he was a decent guy. So, oh, cool. good cool.
2: on him. Yeah. I mean, glad it all worked out, but that's, right. yeah, it's a rough childhood.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know any of that? I think that uh, Eddie Murphy had said that he first did stand-up when he was, like, like 15 or something like that. Uh, well, he talks about it in
2: Delirious or Raw, where he talks about just basically imitating Richard Pryor.
0: Yeah, but he, he actually went to, like, a club. Yeah. He, he says
2: he basically did a Richard Pryor yeah, set, like, about it, taking a shit.
0: Yep. <laughs> and he, he uh, went to this club. He was supposed to be paid. Like, this is supposed to be, like, a legit thing. Mm-hmm. And he did so horrible like he yeah. bombed so bad that the the club owner didn't even, didn't even pay him and yeah. he like afterwards he's like he went up to the club owners like hey so you you said i was gonna you know get paid 50 bucks to do this and he's like get the fuck out of my club <laughs> <laughs> and he's like all right all right it was like 1 30 in the morning and he had to call his parents or his, his stepdad come pick him up because he's supposed to take the bus because he's supposed to have money to so <laughs> take the bus to get home he didn't have any money so he had to call up I his dad yeah, dad the like, best
2: laid plans. Yeah,
0: stepdad's like, you ain't gonna come in a fucking comedian now. You can't even afford no. <laughs> <laughs> Wake my ass up at one thirty. more you can get a job. <laughs> so that's funny. What? yeah, well, all right. So to start this off, though, Eddie Murphy. We all we all know him, and yeah,
2: obviously we're fans. Already. I was gonna say
0: we're fans. Oh, Jason, yeah,
3: big yeah. fan, huge fan, yeah. long forever.
2: Yeah. For sure, I loved all. I love a lot of his old stuff. I'm on the fence about a lot of his newer stuff, but his old stuff I love.
0: Yeah. What What would you say though? Like in the beginning of his career, it was. An, I mean, it was. It was so natural for him to just be able to put on this kind of performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 whatnot. But what would you say that there was a a development each film that you saw something different. From him Because if you If you look at Like the first Maybe three films Which was Not counting a stand up Right But it was uh, His first film Was 48 hours Second film I think was uh, Trading places And then it was Coming to America Yeah Right So he did those First three films That were Pretty successful Too Yeah Yeah They're basically Almost back to back From year to year Mm -hmm. Right But how would you say That that first You know Introduction into film into to the big screen. So, I
2: don't remember 48 Hours terribly well. But, I remember him being... He wasn't over the top in 48 Hours. Like, he wasn't, like...
3: Nobody did super, steal the show. He, he did. I mean, plus, I mean, it... But I, I know what you're saying. He was playing he opposite
2: did. Nick Nolte, and mm-hmm. so, considering the, what the premise of the movie was, he was going to bring an element that... Didn't for what ended up being like a quote unquote buddy cop movie, uh, he lent a lot more comedic um, leanings than Nick Nolte ever would because he's Nick Nolte and that he doesn't have like a comedic bone in his body essentially.
0: Yeah, I think that the, the only <clears throat> film I've ever seen him in that I thought was funny, Three Fugitives. No, was uh, Find Me That Way. <laughs> was uh Arthur the 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 new Arthur with, with uh, uh, Russell Rob Brand. Russell. He plays uh Jennifer Gardner's father who's a construction worker and I just think he's hilarious because he's serious the entire time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but he like gets stabbed with a nail gun. He's just pulling out. Uh, Tropic Thunder he was pretty funny in. Oh, that's
2: right. I don't <laughs> that's right. I don't know the name of it. I only know the sound it. it makes when it really kills somebody or takes a man's life. Yep, that's true. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, going back, I just he lent uh a certain amount of com- like he stole it, the show because he basically made what was supposed to be a comedy with no funny people in it yeah, true
3: if they would have casted somebody else besides Eddie Murphy in that movie 48 hours it would have been a, not but a it good movie much at did, all it would have been he, he winged it and you know I think the
0: only other person that would have probably done justice would be like Richard Pryor yeah but at that point Richard Pryor was too old I mean I don't know it was, it was only in the 80s it was like 82 when that movie came out Richard Pryor was wasn't that old? Yeah. He he would have been probably younger than but Nick is,
2: That was you know uh, maybe, but this that's, is after he burnt a himself up with uh when he was free basing. So and uh, that's
3: when yeah. But once know. again,
0: I'm saying that he'd probably be the only one that would yeah. Do that justice. I, yeah. But yeah, once yeah, again, yeah, I agree. who did Eddie idolize? True. Real, so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: True. I mean, the only thing, the only close like, the only thing close enough to it that I can think of, like. Would have been there was a movie that James Woods and Michael J. Fox did where Michael J. Fox was a an actor studying to be a cop for a movie, and it, it it's another buddy cop movie. But like that's the end. James Woods is the hard nosed detective that Michael J. Fox is a follow around. Huh. Um, that's about the only thing I can equivocate it to.
0: Like, I feel like I can't take James Woods that serious.
2: Hey. I don't think you're supposed to in that movie. Either. I think that's the point. Like I think he doesn't. It doesn't lean as far into the series as like Forty Eight Hours did.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's just it. Like you said, it, it wasn't. It wasn't much of a comedy. No. It it was more of just a action drama, I guess. Yeah. It
2: it was um, it was very much like, like I say he was a funny man in the midst of dramatic people. Yeah. yeah one because eighty
3: action movies. Yeah. Yeah, you know.
2: Nick Nolte, James Remar, I believe, is the main bad guy. Yep. Um, and, and then there's Eddie Murphy doing Eddie Murphy shit.
0: Although the, the guy, uh, Luther, the guy who plays Luther, he is the same guy that was in The Crow as, um, like, the leader of of the little thug group. Gang, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. He's name, kind
2: of a Weasley guy in every very movie. Very Weasley. I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like he's in
0: that. He's in Commando. Yeah. yeah same kind of same kind of role. I, I I recognized him barely because he's so much younger, and I'm like, God, that looks like that dude. So I had to look him up. I'm like, yep, that's
2: that dude. <laughs> he's still acting, and like he's still he's still so super he's super creepy. He's a great actor. I've seen him in like Law and Order, SVU. I've seen him in a, an episode of Blue Bloods. Um, and he's uh, he, he was in a. K-Pax. Yeah, well, he he
0: played the yeah. One he was, was the, the obsessive compulsive? Yeah, I would say he played one of the, He's the guys the guy, in the hospital. Yep. He
2: sees the bluebird and then he like chokes the the guy that's afraid of death. Like he chokes him out so he stops being afraid of death. Yeah. Um. Anyway, getting back onto Eddie Murphy.
0: Yeah. So, you
3: were you were asking about like an escalation between yeah. his his uh, skills and acting between those three movies. So basically,
0: <clears throat> something I realized. Is like I said it's the naturalness that he just went into the silver screen like just went uh-huh. right into movies and it's like he's been doing it for years but yeah. he hasn't yeah. and, and it's a different role between being a comedian stand up yeah. and trying to uh, adjust yourself to be a movie star there aren't too many people that do that but he tended to just blend right into well, being a movie star <laughs> And, and not changing anything about who he is. And I'll Chris say... says
3: a lot. His first job he held on to for four years at Saturday Night Live. Like, that's not yeah. an easy job. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> that's and, a, and that's a great story, too, of yeah. how he, he <clears throat> became where he was, basically because he hosted Saturday Night Live because right. Nick Nolte, who was supposed to host that episode, got sick and threw up on him. And basically he's like, Eddie, you gotta do it, right? And he did it. And, he, and instead of saying "Welcome to Saturday Night Live," he said "Welcome to the Eddie Murphy Show." <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, the
3: the fact that he could hold that job being his first yeah. for that long, and that it's a high stressful. If you've heard any of the uh-huh. stories from SNL, so, mm-hmm. um, I think so yeah,
2: in that format, high stress in
3: general. Without yeah. the training for acting, he's just a natural born. He's born to
0: yeah, entertain. I, well, I yeah. think it's
2: it's perfectly apparent, like, when you watch, you know, going forward, you watch Trading Places, where he's with Dan Aykroyd, yes. at, who's got Ghostbusters under his belt. He's been on a Saturday Night Live for however yep. long. Like He's a very he's,
0: prolific He's comedian. He's a big
2: name at that point, yep. and, like, yep. Eddie Murphy holds his own the entire time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that there's an interview where he was asked about that, too. He's like... How how did it feel? Like what was the difference between you know working with Nick Nolte you know with Forty Eight Hours and working with a comedic genius like Dan Aykroyd? He's like well obviously there's differences. Right. Like Nick Nolte's a serious guy. He comes in there. He's serious. But there's respect. Like I can look him in the eyes and I can see and I can read and Nick Nolte's eyes going. Yeah, this is serious. Don't fuck this up. (laughs) Right. And then I can go to Dan Aykroyd. We speak the same language. So I can look him in the eyes and I go, all right, we can fuck this up and get away with it. (laughs) Right. So. That's That's legit.
2: legit. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, and then obviously coming to America, that was was the third one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he really cemented himself as like having the ability to be a leading man.
0: Yeah. Even, yeah, because in trading places... He, he was, really he wasn't the leading man. Yeah,
2: he was a co-star. He like was a co-star. He and they Dan Eckroyd shared the time. Lead.
0: Yeah, but they just shared like yeah. very a lot of time. Um, yeah, screen time. But exactly. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, but but yeah, coming to America, he really like he really cements his ability to like to be a leading man around all these great like actors. Yeah. Like there was, I mean, you see Samuel Jer, James Earl Jones, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Louis Anderson, all well. Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson at that point wasn't
0: big, no. But I mean, <laughs> quite that's, that's valid point. enough. But he was like, just a you know whatever. And but had Louis Anderson. Anderson yeah, yeah.
2: Louis Anderson, um, the guy that plays the dad who owns McDowell's, yep. was you know had been in on a sitcom. I can't remember what one. Um, I I want to say Different Strokes, but I'm not sure. I don't know him that well. But like him, James Earl Jones. Like I said, Arsenio Hall was. I, what, did, I don't know if Arsenio Hall had the show yet. But yeah, I don't know if he, he had the show yet. Uh, but Arsenio Hall is a pretty big personality in and of himself and he's but like, funny, and he's comedian. funny he's good in it but he doesn't outshine any Murphy absolutely
0: that is I which think
2: could be a testament to Arsenio Hall's acting ability as well
0: well what I think it has to do well yeah I don't think Arsenio Hall's like he's like uh, an actor actor by right. any means I think the role that he played was just very appropriate because it didn't take a lot of work yeah but he did it really well but I think that's mentioning that I think that's something that is really impressive is how well they were like they it's like best friends right yeah. it's 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 like <laughs> not to say this in the way that it is but Arsenio Hall the character was basically his little bitch his butler yeah. but yeah. his best friend right. you know in real life I feel like it's kind of like that too is at that time I feel like Arsenio Hall knew that Eddie Murphy was probably at this stature yeah and, and just he's most keep of Yeah, and he's gonna but he was like, I'm here and <laughs> this is where I'm gonna stay because I'm, I know. I'm better. a mid carter, like I'll a, be all right. Yeah. Fist this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah. And I just I think that's impressive on how well that they just That they gelled together, yeah. 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 I, yeah. And I, maybe it had to do with something because 'cause they're both black, you know, comedian actors, whatever, and it was the time yeah. and it just kinda seemed to be
2: could have been they just ran in the same circles, being comedians and whatnot. I mean, yeah. I, yeah.
3: Coming to America, that that was a damn good story. Fantastic. And oh, yeah. that probably helped, and they, I don't know.
2: Well, and I think that was the first instance where, like, you had the same people playing multiple characters. Was that was that kind of a thing? I mean, I mean there was all you those had t-
0: some, like, Jerry Lewis did it. But yeah, I suppose, yeah, I mean, the Night Professor. Wasn't, it not, wasn't anything but, new, but I will I will say that I think that Eddie Murphy took it and ran with it. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Uh, I, I he leveled it up. Yeah, because
2: yeah. yeah, don't they play at least two or three roles?
0: Yeah, like, almost everybody in the in the barbershop was they played yeah. at least two people. I think yeah, Eddie was Murphy a,
2: was at least two, one of them, and I think Arsenio was the other two. Mm-hmm. And then I well, think Eddie Murphy did the there's, singer. There's, there's two, three,
0: three. Yeah, so because in the barbershop you had the the two main barbers, yeah. right? And Eddie oh, no, Murphy the, obviously the, was one the, of them. You can the, tell. The, he also the played old, the old man.
2: Is that I, I was gonna say yeah, it was I couldn't remember who the, played the old Jewish the white, guy?
0: The white. Jewish guy He's like
2: Oh this is terrible Taste the soup Taste the soup Where's the spoon
0: Aha Uh, (laughs) Yeah It's a great joke Yeah (laughs) Um, But I think they Yeah They at least played Three or four different people Yeah Because even Arsenio played Which I love He plays a woman Yeah Who looks just like like Arsenio Hall When they're like speed dating Yep And uh, in the bar Yep and Eddie Murphy is
2: the singer at the yep the chapel at the chapel. Arsenio Hall is the reverend
0: at the chapel. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's just incredible. They're characters. It's character yeah. character. They're acting. doing
2: character acting as well as just like acting on their own part. I mean, yeah, that it was it's a really well done movie. Um, I have no idea how the new one was. I couldn't bring myself to watch it. We'll,
0: we'll get that to a little bit
2: yeah, I'm just putting that out there now I'll like, throw, so I'll, I'm not going to yeah. throw an opinion on that yeah, later we'll, yeah. we'll,
0: we'll get to that in a little bit let's uh, keep talking good
1: right <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so
0: con- conclusion of at least for those first three and the, re- the biggest reason why I'm bringing this up is because of a little bit later in his film yeah. career but everybody has a growth <clears> and everybody <throat> kind of changes their style or whatever but as we were talking about earlier today um, Eddie Murphy is one of those that he doesn't ever put himself in a box Yep. He, he'll do anything. He tries new things. Like He's not afraid to just go out there and try something. And um, that's basically where you look at his stand-up, mm-hmm. and yep. then he just goes right into being this big Hollywood actor, basically right out of the gate.
2: I, I wonder, uh, this is just a random thought, uh, I wonder how he feels about the movie he did with Richard Pryor. I don't know that much about it. I think it's called Harlem Heat or something yeah. like that. Oh, Harlem yep. Knights. Harlem, Harlem Knights. Knights. That's what it is. Harlem Heat was a tag team in WCW. Never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
3: I remember liking it. I, I
0: don't think I ever saw it. Oh, okay. I never saw it either, but it is a boomerang. And for whatever reason, I always get those two mixed up.
1: Hmm.
0: I think it's just because it's like a very similar era. I guess... Maybe the 1920s, I think, is what's supposed to take well, place. Boomerang's not in the 1920s. No, I don't no, know. No, Boomerang is yeah. modern day. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, maybe Boomerang,
3: not... I think, bright and... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. I have and seen... modern day. Maybe I have seen... The uh, present time for that
0: movie. Uh, but Harlem Nights Harlem Nights. Is, maybe is, I have uh, seen it, and I just thought it was a mobster... <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know.
0: Thing, yeah. I don't
3: know. He's done so many. His fucking yeah, uh, for sure. movies, yeah. His yeah. uh, vast, so to get him yeah, off
0: entangled is easy Easy enough yeah but yeah so you what what is your conclusion on this what do you think about that
2: i definitely think there was an evolution to his because he was just he like you said he never put himself in a box he showed he could do multiple multiple things in a movie he could be the comedic relief that shined Mm -hmm. he could be you know uh uh a co-star that held his own against another comedic heavyweight. And then he showed that he could be a leading man Yeah, and he could do it. He could round them all out is what he showed.
0: And obviously, you know, it has its steps. You know, the first step was 48 hours where he wasn't going to be the focus at all. And then the second step, he had a lot more time screen time. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a prominent focus. And then obviously the third he was the focus, and yeah, but it's just incredible on almost three years, maybe give or take three to five years, because I don't really yeah. know when the process production and Yeah, that's incredible though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, a quick
2: progression for yeah. sure,
0: and it, he didn't stop. It's not nope. like he was just, oh, I did those three, and I'm done. No, 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 no. no he,
2: didn't, he didn't rest on his laurels at all.
0: Absolutely not. He had several other films that came after that. But it wasn't... Yeah, it. you
3: would think a lot of other people, human beings, would buckle under that type of scrutiny, that pressure, yeah. that spotlight, yeah, most the heat of it. And he... Uh, <laughs> he held on to it. Just kept getting better.
0: Yeah. Now, at this time, he literally was... He He jumped up to being one of the most biggest iconic actors yeah. comedians in the 80s, right at that time, when Trading Places and Coming to America came out, those did so well that he blew up. Yeah. He was unstoppable, and he became one of the highest-paid actors, like a million dollars a film at that point.
2: I believe it. No, I believe it. In
0: the 80s. Like, right. nobody was making that kind of money. Like, you had to be a really big actor to make that kind of money. Yeah. But a comedian to make that kind of money – acting was mm-hmm. unheard of I don't even think Richard Pryor did it and he was in several films
2: yeah yeah
1: Bill that's Guisby? a whole different know sad about. story you know, that'll, that'll know be a di-
2: that, that's a different episode mm-hmm. we'll have to do Richard Pryor
0: but the after that he what his next biggest film was what Beverly Hills Cop right, right. yeah Somewhere that's probably there. one of his
2: like, That that is probably up in the canon of like his all-time great films like would be The Beverly Hills Cops um, His at least one and two. Yeah. I don't know how the I franchise. think a lot of people don't care for three. I actually really enjoy it. Yeah, I never I had like a problem. Through. I like all um, three. Yeah, ones. I like all three. I love the fact that John Judge Reinhold had work. <laughs> um,
0: I think that he yeah, I think he did that basically next. I mean, it seems logical. It's in the '80s for sure.
2: Yeah, at least the and first and two. that was definitely him showing another side. He could do action.
3: Yeah, and that's because he didn't do. Where... I mean, because another... that was a better blend of like Forty Eight Hours was leaning more towards action, and less funny. But Beverly Hills yeah. was a and I feel like
2: I feel like Forty Eight Hours didn't give him a lot of work in the action part. Whereas Beverly Hills Cop Whoa. gave him the opportunity to really show that he could do the, the action stuff, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so so I might have had this wrong, but according to uh, IMDb, that Beverly Hills Cop was 84. So he had did that before he did Coming to America. And oh, coming okay. to America was in 88. Oh. Um, so well, it definitely I mean, makes some sense now. It, okay. Yeah, it makes
2: some more sense, yeah.
3: Because he basically did... Because that, that was a pretty huge leap, I was thinking, from Trading Places to Coming to America. With his uh, acting chops and... killing all those skits and the character acting I mean not that he couldn't have done it but
0: I think the one thing I like though is that he brings the old guys from trading places that lose all the money into coming into America (laughs) I thought that was great
2: oh look what we got I'm not talking to you anymore (laughs) you know
0: but uh, yeah so yeah he did it. on 48 hours and 82 and Trading Places was 83, so those are back to back, yeah. And even those two films, though, was quite the change, yeah. Yeah, like, yes, absolutely. I absolutely love Trading Places. I've watched Trading Places movie, is a
3: great movie at I, least 100 times, yeah. Oh, absolutely, before I turned 20. Oh, god, yeah, for sure. I think
0: I, one of the lines I love, and I don't know why, is it's that guy in the cell. That uh, the jail cell that goes yeah, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> when he's making fun of him, like, <laughs> yeah, like everybody needs something like this. Yeah,
3: this is I, a you. I don't know if it's wrong with me, but the whole I ain't got no legs. <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's
3: just like how how he just does it and I playing think as a bone trading
2: places. I always remember, um, like after Dan Aykroyd just caught trying to plant drugs in his in his desk. Yep. And yeah. he's like he like gets super shit faced, and he's like he's on the bus, and he pulls the salmon out yeah. of his, <laughs> he and starts like like a eating the salmon with like pieces of his beard in it. And just, I don't know why <laughs> but that's just one of those things I always think of when Yo. I think of trading places.
0: Yup, that I I think Dan Aykroyd is fantastic in that.
2: Dan Aykroyd, I hear things about how Dan Aykroyd's a fucking nut job. Oh nowadays, yeah. but like
3: and he knows it. He'll tell you that.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's he's all about conspiracies and whatnot. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think. Back in those days, Dan Aykroyd was one of those guys that couldn't couldn't make a bad movie for a while.
0: Yeah, really. I feel yeah, you really couldn't. I, I mean, feel like
2: nothing but trouble, which was just weird. Even though I remember well, I the movie, movie. I remember that movie very fondly. Yeah. But like I know why people think it's very weird and what's wrong with it. Oh yeah. But it's very First of either. all,
0: Demi Moore should not have been in it. Who would you
2: have put in it? At that
0: time. I don't know, fucking At that time. Daryl like, Hannah, I don't know. But Demi Moore at that time, I think... I just don't think she should have been in it at all. She didn't fit... I also don't think that Chevy Chase... John Candy, in my opinion, and Dan Aykroyd were the only two that saved saved that film. Chevy Chase wasn't funny at all. No, not at all. And I think he was only thrown in there probably because... He Took the job. I don't really need somebody. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever well, he his. knew
2: Dan Aykroyd, so I mean, I probably uh, yeah. didn't. Probably but not. I
0: just, Demi Moore did not fit any of that. She's not funny. She's not a comedian. She's not even, she wasn't even a big actress at the point. No. And no, I, she was. I just feel like she she didn't have a place in that kind of film with those people.
2: Yeah, but can you see Daryl Hannah doing that? No, I couldn't. Room? I
0: would just choose her over Demi Moore.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I just saw.
0: She, back then? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. She was like but it reminds and, me of Courtney Cox was she the Masters was like of the Universe. That. And I just yeah. was like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> oh, that's right. She was the girl, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She <laughs> was shit. So I don't Courtney, know.
2: Courtney Cox was the Master of the Universe. It's Jennifer uh, Anson was in Leprechaun. Shit, I well, guess. Yeah, I, I do know. that. And,
0: Damn. Anyway, uh so before even coming to America, I really got this wrong. <laughs> he went from doing Beverly Hills Cop to Beverly Hills Cop. Or no, to the Golden Child which I, love I
4: adore. Oh, wow. yeah,
0: I love no. the golden child. So this is something that I think is really pertinent is he goes from doing, like you just said, Beverly Hill Cop, showed him that he can do action. Yeah. Right. This was the next step where he goes into supernatural. Yeah. But it was a flop. It didn't do well. Yeah. Cause people don't know what's good. I know. I know. But I enjoyed it. One of my I favorite scenes, movie. one of my favorite scenes where he's called the glass of water. And he's like, There ain't no bottom (laughs) There's no ground
2: (laughs) That whole interaction Between him And the old Asian man Is fantastic The best Uh. I love when they're In the boat And he's like When I I get there I'm gonna row your ass Yep
0: I love the, the The Golden Child But then he does Beverly Hills Cop too. Yep And I think that's what That's probably where It really comes from Is you got your action You got your supernatural action And then he goes And he does Trading Places so, yeah. he already had a couple leading leading roles. Beverly Hills Cop was his leading role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was iconic. I oh, love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It will always be iconic for him. I mean, one of the biggest lines in that film was, banana and a tailpipe. Yeah. And then, I think one of my favorite scenes is when he goes in there with a plastic bag, acting all gay, and then acting like there's a bomb. And there's a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Of, he's just sweating. He's... <sighs>
1: That's right. Yeah, I can't remember I just, that. yeah, yeah.
0: But it... Once again, you you're blending this. I don't even think Beverly Hills Cop was considered a comedy, but it had. I mean, maybe, maybe it plenty, but, it, it,
2: because it was him. It had plenty of comedic beats.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and I think and that's, who
3: knows how it was categorized. But I always looked thought of it as well, a comedy because of him. Yeah, and like I, I, mean, I said before, it was a good blend of action and comedy.
2: Him, Judge Reinhold. I don't think was ever <laughs> really known for you know anything but comedic work. Bronson shows in it who he's not exactly known for anything serious
0: yeah. <laughs> I um, yeah I definitely think that you know because yeah Axel Axel Foley is, is definitely one of the iconic characters yeah <clears throat> for anybody who loves X but he brought he brought another audience to his appeal yeah you know because
1: yeah,
2: it, it was all marks of showing he can do more than just stand there and make jokes yeah absolutely. You know he has the charisma. He has the the chops to do these things.
0: And then when he does that, then he does coming to America in '88, and that once again, that's a comedy. Yep. But it it had a great story. It was a really it was well great written story. Yep. And you got to see you got to see him be serious, not serious. Yeah. Definitely far fetched from serious being the old right. characters and stuff. And I, I don't know. There's yeah. something about that that transition.
3: Yeah, one of the best comedies ever. I love. Oh, it. sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love. It. I know most he have. does does Harlem Nights and another Forty Eight Hours and stuff like. I don't. I he did some films I haven't seen for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely haven't seen. Uh, his his characters, I think, are what stood out mm-hmm. the most was that he can put on a character, He Hello. played yeah. somebody else other than himself. Well, that diverse. His dynamic, I guess. The, the diversity that he has for each role was different.
3: Yep. Going back to SNL, what was that? Uh, was it Ray Charles he would do? The the blind piano player? Yeah, Oh, Ray Stevie Charles. Wonder. Stevie Wonder, oh, yeah, that's Stevie, what it was. Yeah, because he does oh getting God. a lot of shit Ray for it. Stevie Wonder?
2: It. He, he gets shit for it nowadays? He get, he talks about it in one of his stand-up they that they give him shit for doing Stevie Wonder.
0: Oh. And he basically, I don't give a fuck.
2: Yeah, he he would get
0: like,
1: he,
2: people would yell at him on the street. And like, like that shit wasn't funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I pick on a cripple man.
3: <laughs> like, I, was... I kick your
0: ass, but right. it's
3: hard. I don't know. It's impossible to watch great, him do though. that fucking talking... character and not bust out laughing, <laughs> especially because he does it so well.
0: <laughs> I, I, well, the joke that I thought was great was like, it's like, man, he's like, I'm sitting in a car with Stevie Wonder, yeah, and I was I'm like, man. Say. I don't think your music's gonna impressed. Man, you don't impress me. You want to impress me, man? Take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing TV like, trying to say, I just want to say, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you want to impress me? Take the wheel. I.
1: I
3: <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah, just to yeah. uh, validate your point, like, yeah, when he, t- like, I'll, are we skipping ahead to Nutty Professor? Because that's another one where... He played a million I characters like, and they were all believable. I feel like there's something before that
2: that we should address. I just can't well, remember Well, he did Beverly Hills
0: Cop 3, 94, and then he did uh, Vampires in Brooklyn, 95. Now, Vampires in Brooklyn is one that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And I love it. But this was this was the first film that he had written.
1: Okay. He came oh, yeah. Up, he
0: came up with the story, so it was Wes Craven who directed it. Okay. But he came up with the story idea and then he basically helped write the, write the yeah. script. But, and this is what oh, we were talking about.
2: Like, this is one of the first ones that we can remember where he wasn't Funny. Yeah. Not like, at all. He had a few spots where like he made a joke, but ultimately the comic relief in that movie was Kadeem Hardiston. Like he his actually cool, his little yeah. sidekick. Yeah, he makes it oh, cool. Yeah, 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 it's familiar. Um, and then the the
3: old man who we can't figure out remember his name. I but um But see
0: yeah, he guy from Little he, Nikki. He put pause yeah. on
3: the he Shit. put pause on the funny to put the focus in on acting on the character yeah. to make the story really. Exactly. Like you know, Roll out the way it
0: should. And here's here's the thing. He's he did one supernatural movie, which was the Golden Child, right? And then this would be the second supernatural movie. Mm-hmm. And then he was the one that came up with the idea. Yeah. So he 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 doesn't have a sense of like one. Yeah. S- He's not a one trick pony. Not at all. Not remotely. <laughs> and and, the, it- and I personally think this is it was great. I enjoyed this film. I mean, I would have never have thought other than Blackula which I still think is a terrible name, even though I know it's a black exploitation film. You know. Yeah. Uh, I just never thought I would probably see Eddie Murphy play a vampire. <laughs>
1: no.
2: Like I say, he's got, like, he he, he halted his, his funny bits, you know, for the most part. Like I say, he had that one joke that it's him and Kadeem Harrison watching Angela Bassett go into a church. And Kadeem Harrison says, oh, my dad always said the the true way to a woman's heart is through through the church. and Eddie Murphy says actually it's through the ribcage but that gets messy right. <laughs> and that's that's like the one joke I can remember Eddie Murphy actually yeah. telling in that <clears throat> movie
0: but see once again now Nutty Professor came after this mm-hmm. and that's once again his characters we were about to get yeah, to yeah. But he, pl- he
2: even played characters in Vampire in Brooklyn because yeah. he played the white uh, criminal that he uh, in the police station All
0: right. yeah, I know he played yeah I know he, he did at least one, one. Yeah. yeah at least um but then you go to the character uh like I said the Nutty professor and that's where he really
1: mm-hmm. like yeah really just showed off just just yeah. was
3: like I'm killing it here yep. it is and uh what it was like 10, 8 to 10, 12 characters that uh, he played in that fucking movie? I and know he knew his, it was
0: him. He played his entire family other than fun. the boy. Him, like, and,
1: him
2: and the four members of his yeah. family, the Richard Simmons, uh, <laughs> but, the the I alter ego. So believable, like you were saying. So he. I've
3: got
0: at least seven. The whole seven.
3: cast, the whole, every character in that movie is him, <laughs> basically. But
0: have you realized that he also comes up with, I mean he probably hasn't come off with. Maybe, maybe he did. It wouldn't surprise me. He has some of the like funniest but most iconic lines or scenes that you just can't help but remember forever. I'm, or a, pony. I'm a, a pony.
1: pony. Heck of I'm a pony. pony. It's, right. just,
0: it's crazy. The dude's fucking... Well, he's and, a, oh, he's just a genius. And <laughs> what I
2: think is... and What I'm going to say here is I think that's that role in that film is so iconic. They, they use the idea in Tropic Thunder when Jack Black's character is...
0: He's yeah, big
2: though, for the though. movie Fatties, Fatties, and Fatties fart too. Yeah, and that's he's just true. playing all of his family just farting. Oh yeah. So, I, so they took the idea of like that's such an iconic role for a com- for a comedian or that kind of like premise and whatnot. They used it in a movie to show a movie star comedian. Right. Like it just I don't know.
3: I just thought to that pay was, homage and to, yeah, uh, I, as I a think joke it's or whatever. Yeah, it's really telling. It was such a what is a. Uh, groundbreaking moment or like a classic I don't know
2: yeah well because nobody really did that many roles like, in one movie
3: right they dabbled in uh, Coming to America but yeah, yeah that one is just explosive
0: yeah Coming to America was definitely that was the first inkling that was the first yeah. time we saw them do like they said those characters uh, the yeah character even those characters weren't that prevalent character, whatever and then yeah this is where it, Basically, he just took it. Yeah, he <laughs> showed took off, it. like you said. He took it and he, ran. He he did the whole fucking film. <laughs> he yeah. could have played everybody.
1: Yeah, he could have for everybody. Jana Pinkett Smith.
0: He could have probably done that too. And
3: Dave Chappelle.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: he's, a good a, scene. He's, a,
3: right. he's got the buck too. T- that's right. in the funny hat. He's a stand-up oh, comedian for yeah, like, that's like that's three right. minutes or something.
0: Yeah, I
3: I didn't know that till hindsight. Are you know watching the movie later? But
0: <laughs> I will say, right. at the time that Nutty Professor came out, it was a huge, huge hit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yep. It was, you know, I mean, it took the whole Jekyll and Hyde kind of. Yes.
1: Well, it's a remake of the Jerry
2: Lewis movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, but it just, he just put his own twist to it, which is what yep. I think he does on everything. Anytime you get Eddie Murphy into a film, he has, he just puts his own spin on something and basically makes it sure. his own. Yep. Even if he's not a prominent character. Which like later on like he does Tower Heist and stuff like that where he's a co star and Ben stiller is supposed to be the main character. In my eyes all I see is fucking Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You know, it's he puts a twist on everything and it just kinda becomes domineering. <laughs> uh I, b- basically this is where I wanted to get to was, was the Nutty Professor because of that development, that character sure. and yep. showing it showing out his um just his his dynamic yeah. he doesn't he doesn't his
2: talent yeah. like he just what he can do
0: no limitations he doesn't hold back <laughs> nope. he takes it and he just like i'm gonna give this a try and you know, we talked about some of that but he started to reach <laughs> that point of what you would call family films at that point yep. yeah yeah because even though the Nutty professor to me i mean it was a pg-13 but it was borderline it, it to had too where,
2: many moments that were not kid friendly
0: yeah I mean there's a lot of windows. there's a lot of jokes and stuff like that but it wasn't quite family family and then he did uh, uh, Mulan where he's the voice of Mushu yeah the dragon and the stuff and that's and powerful Mushu that oh, yeah. is where he became that family that's mm. where he started doing his whole family film and he didn't just do family films it was just I think that was he that, added that
3: it was to his repertoire two, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: to his repertoire exactly and for uh, I mean much later maybe about well, maybe 10 years later maybe in, in like the 2000s I mm-hmm. think he becomes the family man now solidified where doing into, because you know, family then movies. he goes into Shrek and that basically yeah. just stamped him right there as oh family well, kid friendly do, stuff
2: did he do Dr. Doolittle before Shrek yes okay yes so, yeah, he so did which I'm trying to think of like the movies he did like Haunted Mansion and stuff like that that I was think, later was it yeah. okay
0: I couldn't remember so Dr. Doolittle was 98 yeah And uh, Mulan was in 98 too
2: Right That makes sense Dr.
0: Doolittle Yeah Dr. Doolittle Was that family And I think that was Right around time He was also getting uh, He got the, the scandal
2: Yeah So he's probably Trying to recreate His image a little bit Yep And
0: I, and I think hmm. he took A bit of a hit too From what's What from that. Cause he kinda I don't know It seemed like he kinda like Fell off I don't wanna say fall off But it seemed like <sighs> Something happened Where he just Redirected himself
3: because sure. it, then yeah. he,
0: he took a step back from doing that.
3: Doctor Doolittle. Did you say rebranded? Rebranded himself, or is that too much?
0: I would say rebrand, because it yeah, wasn't say, like I he was trying to change his his identity of who he was. It was more of like he he had to take it. He had to recorrect himself. He let it blow over. Like
2: he let. Just reset.
0: Yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, reset. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because then he goes and he does. Okay, that makes he does the Holy Man, which came out in '98. Yeah. Uh, and then Never he goes that. and does Life. I love Life Life is a great movie Him and Ryan Lawrence are
2: wonderful in that movie
0: Life is is... Hey no never mind. (laughs) You (sighs) need that cornbread Yeah I'm gonna eat My fucking fucking cornbread God (laughs) This guy gonna come up here And ask me I'm gonna eat my cornbread (laughs) So
2: many good actors In that movie Uh, Bernie Mac Yeah uh, Yeah. Oh was it Uh, Nick
0: Zingle I love I love that movie I absolutely uh, love that. It's
2: movie. hilarious, and at the same time, there's so much tragedy in that movie.
3: Yes. Yeah, you
0: with, feel for those
3: characters, yeah. and you watch them from uh, them as adolescents to old men. You know, yep. what's, what's
0: the actor who does uh, Joanna Man? I don't remember his name, but I know. But, the, but he's, which, he's he's the that guy movie. that he's
2: the he's Jingling's,
3: um yeah, boyfriend.
0: Jingling's boyfriend, and he uh, you know he runs off and gets shot because he's just like he's just had enough or whatever, and that, yeah, that he just snaps the, one day. Yeah, and and that was. That was intense. Yep. It was so subtle too. It was. It wasn't yeah. overly dramatic. It was just a.
1: Yeah. Point. It was just it there just and
0: done. Same thing with when uh, can't
2: get right gets uh, <laughs> um, drafted to the majors, like because they teach him mm. how to play baseball and they think they're going to go with him and like no.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie, and I think that's a very interesting duo to have Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy because as well as they bounced off each other it was appropriate yeah yeah but they didn't they didn't necessarily they worked okay together like it wasn't like smooth and creamy there was definitely yeah. some resistance but you needed that for the characters that they had you need the friction yeah. because they never always saw eye to eye no absolutely not but yet they were best friends at yeah. the same time they were basically life partners yeah which is the whole point of the film life yeah <laughs> I still love the ending too burn down the nursing home and they get scot-free. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I love really them the, yeah, they're running away
0: the
1: Yeah. And I love that. It,
2: cause, well, yeah, because they're at the baseball field at the end. Like, they go to see a baseball, which I think was a running bit through the movie about them going to see a game. And that's oh, how the movie ends, is they're yeah, at a game eating a hot dog. Yeah. 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 I think um, they, because then they like had to go run wanted. that
0: hooch or something like that and then they got caught. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but it, Heavy D and the boys are or Heavy D is one of the guys digging the grave. Hmm. Um, Pretty sure. I don't remember that. I don't know why I remember that,
0: but I do. All right. But my my point, um, he goes from that, and then he does, like I said, the Dr. little family thing. He seems to have a scandal, and then he turns around and does Holy Man, which isn't, you know, a family film. It's not like it was a... a mm-hmm. Radar by any means. It was just, but
2: definitely, I don't think it was like a, it it wasn't rated R, but I don't think it was
0: geared towards families. Not, well, there wasn't anything bad in there either. Right. I think it was one of those. Sexual or any perverted or anything. It was one of those movies
2: that was made and like, anybody can see this, but like, uh, we're kind of just aiming at the certain
0: people. Yeah, definitely. It was very dry.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a good movie by any Uh, stretch. Yeah, I never saw
0: it. It didn't play into any of his strengths. No, and he considered it to be like one of his worst films. Um, Rightfully he, so yeah, and, like you know, it one of he, does he does that. He does life. He does Bowfinger, which I love. Bowfinger. Oh, as
3: well. oh, it's on HBO Max right now. You know, I can't wait to watch. It. I watched Bowfinger. It Did you? I yeah, watched it's it today.
1: Yep. Such I had a good to. movie. But, but I yeah. mean,
2: you and I even talk like Bowfinger. It's not as much him as it is Steve Martin. In yeah, that movie. and that's right, yeah. and this is where yeah
0: he plays he another character. Yeah, uh, side character. Or yeah, or side like character. a co-star or whatever yeah. supporting actor, and yet he steals the show though. But Mm -hmm. if it wasn't... He keeps up with Steve Martin. Yeah. Yes.
3: fucking not easy to do, I would assume. And that's just it. If he wasn't
0: playing, I think, two roles, and if he wasn't playing two drastic roles, too... Yeah. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Steve Martin, though, the film would have probably just been a flop. Yeah. Not to... to, Because it had really nothing to do with Eddie Murphy. It just wasn't a film that he was carrying. It it was Steve Martin. Steve Martin was carrying the the Because, I mean,
2: we talked about the fact that other than, like... Certain moments when it was really Eddie Murphy's delivery is what did the scene well. Um Eddie Murphy's character can be played by another actor. That's interesting. Like, but like it's it's that scene where like you know, when he's running across the highway mm. and he's screaming, like that is Yeah,
0: that's you the can't, one I You
2: can't get it the exact same way if it's not Eddie Murphy doing
0: oh, it Oh, to be honest, when he's playing uh um the the actor too what the, what the hell is his name yeah I can't remember his name either uh, but Buddy, when, he's playing, when he's playing the actor guy his uh when he's going crazy right mm-hmm. like his yeah his psychosis breaking yeah, shit When yeah. he's like in the, going to see his therapist at the place called uh they're basically uh, making fun of Scientology at that point yeah, which is great mine heads yeah <laughs> and <that's right>. uh <laughs> I, I do think that that's that's Eddie Murphy to me at his best He's playing This guy This actor Who's like The biggest action actor Star out there Who's losing his mind And is fucking hilarious
2: He's so neurotic That he can't hold it And like They, right? they somehow like Break him Right. Like, I remember at the end when he thinks he's actually king like you think he's the character in the movie, He's like, Yeah, huh, I saved the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha sucker's though.
0: gotcha uh, sucker. <laughs> I, I just like it out throughout the film, like he's walking in and he's talking to I'm assuming his manager and they're talking about script and they're talking about the movie he's supposed to be doing. He's like it's like I I looked at this and I I did it on the computer and I found out that there's this this is this and this is of of freaking like one thousand eight hundred and something Ks that are in there and it's perfectly divided by three.
1: Oh yeah. And he's
0: like they're all looking at him like, "What?" It's like KKK. <laughs> 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 and like, he's just pulling strings. He's just basically trying to make himself like, "Well, why? Why can't I do these films?" It's like, "Do I have to be?" Uh, it's like white white boys go and play uh, retard[s] and then they get you know, Oscars, and then black guys got to play slaves before you know they can make anything. And I was like, so I, do I have to play a slave retard <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> before I win my Oscar?" Like, I, but, but that's. If wow. <laughs> if it weren't for those things, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, you know that's definitely. Eddie Murphy right there at his best because he's so fucking fast. Who he's just, it's like a goddamn little yipper dog. Yeah, it, it just doesn't stop, and he's so quick and and precise at the same time. What? I don't know who can talk that fast. Chris Rock, maybe? E- no, I don't even think. I, I just know. I don't uh, know. I don't know who can talk that fast. George Lopez. Tech nine. No. Like, now I can sing that. Twist, No, rat. <laughs> I don't <know.
3: laughs>
0: Point is, is uh, he does those strings. We so went to family, and then he goes, does this. And, yeah. like, his dynamic, once again, is everything he does is something different. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I'm going to skip a bunch of things, because he didn't start doing sequels. Because right around Shrek, he gets back into that family. And that was a 2000. And
3: this is, that's the era when I was like, all right, I'm going to not check out every single Eddie movie. Yeah. <laughs> Murphy movie that comes out. You know, he he kind of things that didn't appeal to me.
0: I feel like this is where he started to get those branches of bad films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he a lot time of Like them. Norbit came out, right? Uh, Norbit, yeah. When when was Norbit? Because that was oh my god, that, that was an awful
2: movie.
0: I hate that film so much. I don't it think is I've stupid. I've seen that one, but well, I don't because Norbit? I've heard of these. Yeah. Crit- Two thousand seven <laughs> is
2: when Norbit came out. Okay, so I'm not far <laughs> off But I'm not I'm not on the money yet Oh,
0: I hate that movie so much It's a terrible movie I only watched it the one time But yeah, he goes and he does you remember when uh, he had uh, his show? His his a Clay Animation show? Oh, the PJs yep. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah That's a good show That wasn't bad I liked it It didn't last very long no, though. that's unfortunate Because like I think one, everyone two. was like Oh, we can't have this on the TV <laughs> Probably It was in, what, 99 or something like that Yeah Oh, yeah, it right worked there 99, 2000 Only one uh, one season Yeah
2: Because I think I think think was between like the characters they had like the guy with like the voice box thing yeah <laughs> and whatnot
0: yeah now he has a string of films he just has a string of films that he like didn't do well uh, the adventures of Pluto and Ash is one of them in 2002 I love that film I, I think it's great personally never saw it I, I think it's
3: great my only memory is like we talked about at work is People hated it. I remember watching it once and going, why do people hate it? It's just actually pretty good. Yeah. But I don't remember any of the details. But it
0: wasn't anything spectacular at stage. Just it was a
3: space movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It wasn't anything spectacular. It wasn't mind-blowing. It wasn't phenomenal. I think maybe what it was, it was the budget. It probably... It was probably a really, really expensive film to make, and it didn't do what it should have, and therefore... He probably didn't make even a quarter of what he should have, and that's mm. probably why it was considered. It's a terrible film. Oh, uh, right. You know, uh, a lot of people tend to look at the money. This, he is, makes. this
3: Pluto Nash, he funded that movie with his own money. Yeah,
0: I don't remember what or it like was. Like a large I, portion I, of it. Or I, I felt like he. I feel like what it was is there was something where there was some kind of money issues, and I felt like he put he a lot of money the... into it, and it just yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But I don't hmm. really remember what it was. Crazy. I learned about that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he he, so far he does everything. That's basically my point. Yeah. You know, and he's kind of labeled himself as a family guy because then he starts doing some more kids stuff like Shrek Two, Daddy Shrek Daycare, 3, Daddy Daycare. Yep. I, I, I liked the Daddy Daycare. I didn't the think first it was one, yeah. 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 I didn't think it was too bad. Um, Keep I think
2: getting Junior's uh, sequel was not great. Yeah. I I, I never think gave that
0: one to I think though that. I think that he he has never really done a serious film up until Dreams Dreamgirls I think it was his mm, like first serious yeah, film yeah, yeah, This yeah, was yeah, his yeah. first drama and
2: I only seen the movie once so I kind of forgot that it was too like
3: based on a true story yep. about sing um
2: that's with Beyonce and Jennifer Hudson Yeah
3: yep. who's it about? It was about uh singers, right? Or,
0: yeah Show not show girl like
3: seventies uh. 70s, uh part. I remember I, seeing it it once R and B singers.
0: Yeah, yeah, Because well, yeah, like I don't like remember s- who it is. I don't remember who it's based
2: it but like it's Beyonce and then Jennifer Hotsman and like two others and then, eventually like.
3: But there's a backup vocalist vocalists or something. No, like no, not about Whitney. No, no, no.
2: no I, my, my, but not it's not
3: the th- Temptations. No. Anyways, this I, is all old. I remember theme. liking that movie, but I also like that type of music too. And bird, yeah. And I'm a sucker for anything based on truth. But the <laughs> anything music too. The point I'm
0: getting at with that though is it was probably his first dramatic movie, like actual drama movie, right? <clears throat> and yeah, he played a character. Yeah. So and he wasn't being like super serious or dramatic. Yeah. It was just he's I don't remember who he's playing.
2: Oh, I remember reading the name. I think the nickname was Thunder. I can't remember the whole thing. Yeah. But like he was he was supposed to be he was portraying a singer like from that time.
0: Yeah. I I will say though he did do a film much later called Mr. Church. And yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. a serious film. It was fantastic. Oh, I'll have to write was, that down. Never heard of it. Yeah, it was one of those... I
2: remember hearing about it. I never watched it, It was though. one of
0: those, I think it was basically direct-to-DVD kind of thing. Uh, I don't think it... If it did hit theaters, it was probably a blip and mm-hmm. disappeared. I don't remember when it came out. But it was super... It was serious. Yeah. It wasn't It was it wasn't funny at all, but it's basically about him coming into like 1950s, I think, like that, into a white family's home, and he basically becomes like their cook kind of like basically I I feel like it's more than just a cook the
2: the trope is overdone but it's it's unique in so much that Eddie Murphy's never really done it before
0: yeah yeah and it had some some excellent excellent scenes because basically his whole thing about that in, in the film was like when he's there he's there he's like there and he's for them but anything outside that home is private and he wants to be left alone and like mm-hmm. this little girl or th- that gets I guess attached to him
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of breaks that rule and he just loses his shit and <laughs> becomes like angry and mad and really? whatever because mm-hmm. he has a past that he's not proud of basically uh, is what it is interesting okay. and I don't know it's a fantastic film I suggest yeah. watch it because I've never seen Eddie Murphy be so dramatic and so good but I, yeah, I, I basically wanted I know this is extended Mr. church right? Yep, Mr. Church. I know this extended quite long for just that one thing. But that's what you're dealing with when you're dealing with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he doesn't. He runs
2: the gamut. Like he doesn't. He's never pegged himself into any spot. I mean, you know, like say you can say that Vampire Brooklyn leans him into you know horror to some degree. Yeah. I mean, he's not hes not afraid to go into any genre.
0: No, man, he does it all. Yeah. I mean, he does whatever. I th- I'm curious, though. What do you think is his method of choosing films? Out of the large you know, collection <laughs> of films that he's done, how do you think he chooses it? He probably
3: he... just never had the time to fully think it through. And he's <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try that. And then uh, he's I... like, all right, I'm doing this now. Let's figure it out. I think joking and best guess, but yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I've given some
0: of his failures and some of his hits.
2: I think it's something along those lines in so much as that he's like, Well, I haven't done this. Yeah. So let's give Give it a shot. You You know, and then like obviously the sequels are like, Well, it worked and like it was fun, so let's do it again. Yeah. But like I think, you know, the random roles like where you just like, Oh, Eddie Murphy's in this, he's like, Well, let's give it a shot. Yeah. I think he's just one of those guys that doesn't necessarily say no a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he does say no, but like I'm sure there's plenty of times where he like he probably could have said no, and he was like, "No,
0: let's do it." Yeah, and that's kind of what I felt like too. I feel like he's just a guy who doesn't say no. I know Christopher Watkins is the same way. He doesn't say no to a role because every role is different. Yeah, like if he says no to a role, it means he really doesn't like the film. Right, but yeah. he 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 doesn't. He said he doesn't say no.
2: Right, everything's different. What what were we were talking like Samuel Jackson the same way and they, like he just take kind of whatever <laughs> thrown at him.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, Samuel to, Jackson to his, he did to his like credit. 140 movies in
0: one year. To right his to credit
2: or his boon or, or his bane, like he never says no to a role.
0: Yeah. I, he's also never really had a uh, like a leading role where he's had to do a lot of extensive work either. So I think he's College. he's always been able to go cuz he's always been like a little side character or whatever he's always doing mm. cameos and things of that yeah, nature yeah, yeah. So. yeah he's
3: not on set for the whole three to six months he's exactly. in and out maybe yeah. in
0: there for a week and two yep. and then he's done Valid. and I think and I think that's the same like you know Chris Hawkins is had the same same spiel for a little while too he's like he's a lot of stuff that just he doesn't need to be there mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy on the other hand if he doesn't he's always playing the role or he's always playing a main character And where do you get the time like he's consistently been working <laughs> He he's got take, so many kids too. He's got a few. He's got few ten months. kids yeah.
2: from. Like they just had a baby, like two in the past or three year. different women. Yeah, I
0: don't remember how One many One of the Spice Girls. Yeah, Mel B. Yeah, yep. and and he denied it when it came out, but then that was that was probably another scandal that he yep. got into. But. I was gonna say, yeah, he denied it, and then <laughs> and then he kind of got he got tested for it. And, oh, you're the father,
2: Maury <laughs> <More> poets.
0: <laughs> I wonder if. I wonder if he has to pay child support for that or not. I wonder what the stipulations are for uh, rich people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Paying that kind of stuff to other rich people. I just... Anytime I think of stuff like that, I just think of Bill Murray
2: at the end of Kingpin. He's like, finally, I have enough money. I can do whatever I want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, out of the Eddie Murphy films, would you say that there's one, not necessarily your favorite, but would there be one that you tend to always resort back to or I know you had mentioned earlier that there's a film anytime it comes on you know you see it on Netflix not not of Eddie Murphy's but uh, just in general but is there something like that mm. of Eddie Murphy's that
3: yeah Trading Places Trading Places to, yeah, Trading Places I could list off a few other, but that one I don't know like when I saw it when I was a kid or something I connected to it I don't know and uh, fuck rich people Spoken like a member of a true punk band. That corporate stuff, you know, it's just. Stick it to the man. In
2: case you didn't know, Jason's part of a punk band. So, I think that's what that was all about.
3: He's hardcore punk.
2: Fuck rich people.
3: Way to put me in a box. (laughs) That's why
2: he does charity work. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: Personally, for me, I, I think that. I really think The Golden Child is the first movie I really saw with Eddie Murphy so I think that I probably always go back to that one I, it's a movie that I always loved mm-hmm. uh, like I say it was a flop uh, apparently but I don't give a fuck like I think it's a great movie I love the ending uh, like when they're walking away with The Golden Child and he's like we should just go on a Star Search and you can just make all these rocks rocks. you know people can throw rock, rocks at you and you can be all hit Ed McMahon hard <laughs> And that's the last line of the movie. I kind of butchered it because I'm. I, I just finished my second beer, so I'm having a little trouble. But yeah, I think the Golden Child is probably my my go-to. Like, if I had to like think think back, that's one I'll always
0: watch and enjoy. Mm-hmm. I it's a toughie. Yeah. It's a it's a toughie, but I think for me, it's it's probably coming to America. Sure, but I'm kind of right there with Jason as well. Trading Places, like those two movies, to me, I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Like both of those yeah. movies, oh, most definitely. Like, like it's really tough for me to go, hey, if I had to watch this, I want, them, I want them both. <laughs> Just let me watch them both. I'll mine, take, I'll take four hours and I'll watch them both.
2: Mine's based purely out of sem- sentimentality. Yeah. I mean, it's not whether or not the movie's good because I think Trading Places is a phenomenal movie. I love Trading Places. I'm. As, well, as much as I like coming to America I'm less enamored of coming to America as I am tracing, trading places yeah
0: yeah I don't I don't know I think those are probably the two films that I remember but The mm-hmm. Golden Child was one of those that really struck a chord too because you know I, I love my fantasy stuff as yeah, a kid especially exactly and I do remember watching it as a kid as well but I just think I, I absolutely loved and thought Trading Places was hilarious and I absolutely love the characters and Coming to America especially mm-hmm. the barbershop and yeah I just really sure. like the the Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy's comedic duo yeah <laughs> it's great I
2: forget Eric LaSalle was in that movie who went on to be one of the big characters in ER
0: yep, yep. Um, he's the one with the curly uh, hair the, the, the curly the hair curl. the, care, uh, the oil yep yep
3: okay Fuck. That's it, yeah
0: yeah uh, so this is gonna lead into Jason. You saw the new Coming to America?
3: No, I'm too scared to watch it. Okay, and, then, yeah. and, and I haven't heard
1: good things.
0: You haven't seen it? Either. No, no. So no, I'm no. the only one that has seen it.
3: So, I haven't heard anything bad about Eddie Murphy, but just the story's not good. So I don't know.
0: I don't. Know. I, I mean, that's exactly it. I tell people, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't. It wasn't fucking necessary to make. No, not at all. And I no, think it, it was money grabbed. It was too late. Yeah, cash grab. Actually, not even that. It wasn't even a cash grab. Really? Literally, it was Eddie Murphy wanted to do it. And they were working on the script for years, and they just finally was like, you know, we're just going to do it. We just wanted – that's all it was. It was just because they wanted to do it. Well, good for him on that, at least. Yeah, He doesn't need the money. He has, like – he's worth 200-something million um, dollars. He he does not need money. I'm more worried that it's a
2: money grab for, like, Arsenio Hall.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Maybe. Now you mention that, though. I mean – there's like a million cameos I've heard. Yep. Uh, so like his friends and whatever throughout the years. So he just uh, Adam Sandler that shit and just made a movie to have fun. Yep. Good for him. Yeah. That's, yeah, man.
0: That's exactly what he did. Oh, he yeah. just did it to have fun. Man. So yeah. That as much as my I,
2: perspective. As much as I dislike Adam Sandler movies nowadays, I I I cra- I give him props for the fact that he went. I'm gonna put my fucking friends in these. Like, yeah, because he
3: knows who can make the budget, who can remember yeah. the lines. He's got a solid, solid system. He does for making movies fluid or yeah. having fun and getting them done and
0: well, not going over budget and blah he, blah blah. Right, so
3: he, he's having fun, get shit done.
0: He was smart in that department yeah. by making his own production company, though. So yeah, yeah. All the yeah. money just goes right back to him, and that's yeah. how he just he just makes yeah. his own films and. He yeah. Uses his own money, and uh, I just not, think
3: it's funny. Everybody would be like, "Fuck Adam Sandler's new movies, all this shit." Blah, People blah, watch blah. him though.
0: Exactly. People <laughs> yeah. always watch him. <laughs> and and for every five films he does, there's at least one decent one, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, because so, yeah, 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 he did a six six film contract with Netflix, and, and he just I just extended it. Oh my god! And I think only one of them, I was like, "All right, that wasn't bad." Is Sandy
3: was Wexler. Wes No, Sandy Wexler.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I, I no, it was. Uh, I I liked that, Huey. Huey, oh yeah, the Halloween. Huey Halloween. 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 Yeah, it was
1: actually, charming. I liked yeah, the...
0: I actually thoroughly enjoyed that. I thought it was charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't take it serious by any means, but no. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. The Detroit, yeah. but it's well, the same...
3: Steve Buscemi's in it. Yeah, this, <laughs> that yeah, helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in all, he's of, in all of them. Never, yeah, mind. He's, Never mind. Never mind. Steve Buscemi
2: is probably one of the, fe- yeah, one, of the fe- yeah, one of those people fe- that's in
3: every one of them. Yeah, yeah. he's been
0: in everything since Billy Madison at least. Yeah, uh, he's always just
3: playing a small little part. Oh yeah, he's in Billy. He
0: fight. was the hitman in Billy. He was he was the high
2: school guy. I like for some reason stopped and thought about Happy Gilmore, which is entirely the wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Yes, I remember him. Billy Batson. Mad- man, it, am Happy I Gilmore. glad I saw, spoke to that guy.
0: Yep. <laughs> Put on lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> he just had that list on the wall, people to kill. You'll, cross it off. Put on lipstick. But anyway, uh, that's coming- how I felt about the coming to America was. It was terrible, but don't just don't pay attention to the story you're you're not there to, to okay, Mortal Kombat has trained me for this <laughs> I'm ready. you're not there for the story <laughs> at this point, you're just there because you want to see these characters, yeah, yeah, and yeah and yeah, 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 they yeah. brought them back unfortunately, it was just like exactly to my opinion, just like the Bill and Ted's film fan service, yeah, it's all about the fans, it's just about um. Bringing back characters that people want to see again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Because the story was terrible. Was so cliche and so just whatever. And I didn't care about any of that. But as did long you talk about as you Bill get the and same... Ted or coming to America, actually both.
1: Okay. Right. Just checking. <laughs> actually both. I, I wanted to know. that was I loved
0: all. the Bill and Ted, but it was only just because I wanted to see Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter come back together. Right.
3: I, I enjoyed the the kids and the face of the music. They did pretty well. They were bad. It yeah. Was, as I don't. I don't know. Everybody, yeah. As an original <laughs> as it was, they they delivered pretty well.
0: But unfortunately, I will. Uh, I was the first thing I said. Twenty years too late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. been a, uh, with both of those films. So, to be honest, twenty years too late. That's been but a lot of the enough. problem
2: with a lot of people trying to like capitalize or like make these fan movies. Like we talked about it with Dumb and Dumber too. Oh God. Was years too late. Yeah.
1: Bill and Ted's too off. late.
2: What was the other sequel that just came out recently that was like years Oh, uh, it was the too reboot. Late? Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. The Kevin Smith James reboot. S- J- yeah, J- yeah, James J- 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 S- J- S- about reboot. Like, it was just years too late and it's like, bro. The like, only
0: thing I can say about the Kevin Smith reboot was it's it's the same thing. It's a fanboy, but he... That's, a, that's what he said. That's what yeah. Kevin Smith basically admitted. Like, I'm not... He I'm knows mean, what he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, and that's what I'm getting at. He's aware he did this basically just as a fanboy thing. Like... Yeah. You know what I mean? He I don't do. know
3: if you... I know too much about Kevin Smith. I don't know if he would have made that movie if he wouldn't have had a heart attack. It's entirely possible. It changes, you know, whatever. Yeah, he he did it. I don't know. It's a whole boring thing, but... And you can find him saying it a million times on YouTube. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm not talking shit. I, I, he just... He's good at selling himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude knows so how to, on his brand.
0: Dude, uh, dude knows how to talk. So I, yep.
3: I was... I think I've already said this on an episode I, I really like the reboot yeah.
0: yeah Uh. so for his, we,
3: we... Uh, his new movies is, is there like My Name is Dolomite
0: I he got a
3: golden globe or something for that didn't I he? hope so he did really good
0: yeah, he, get
2: a, get a, he got an award of some kind for that I read that somewhere yeah so when did Dolomite come
0: was. out like 2016 uh, well, I think it's. My name is Dolomite? It was only I think it's like, it like, like year two or three old. years. Oh, yeah, okay, only a couple yeah. years ago? Okay. Because yeah. I watched it well, last week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And I remember yeah. seeing like it come out for the trailers, like, oh, whatever, Eddie Murphy, Dolomite. And, and to be honest, 100% did not appeal to me. I didn't yeah. really want to see it. I was like, oh, Eddie Murphy, but. There was nothing about it other than the fact it was Eddie Murphy that caught my attention to want to watch
3: it. Really? You don't care about Dolomite at all?
0: I didn't know anything about him. Jesus, man. I had nothing about it until I watched the movie. And I'm like, interesting. You realize you're the oldest one of the three of us, right?
3: Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: think that's saying much, though. <laughs>
3: um, anyways.
2: He's trying to stop his rampage before he got too far into it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Victory is yours.
0: I feel like I have more of an old soul than him. Old soul doesn't mean you have old knowledge. I do, more than probably him. <laughs> oh no. Whatever. Uh the point is is like Delamite. So I was yeah, I was gonna bring up the his his later films because other than Mr. Church, I hadn't seen him do a serious, and this was probably more of a serious movie. Although yeah, yeah. it was about comedy, yes. it was a serious done. And this is one because of the this things was, yes. This is one of the things I thought was very impressive about this film was it it was funny and it was entertaining and stuff but my god give it to Eddie Murphy you
3: felt bad for him you wanted him to because he was at the bottom of the barrel and he had one chance left is to use these guys you know recordings and make it his own yeah
0: and if they're doing any justice to the real story of this which I can only imagine that they're trying their best or they did their best uh, yeah man it's like one of those things where you gotta you gotta tip your hat to this to this cat like he Mm -hmm. Everybody told me, what the fuck are you yeah. trying? And he was
3: like, this is going to work, just blah, blah, blah. Right. And, yeah. and I,
0: and and I it, think that's something that is very, I don't know, admirable? Yes. But it's also like, I don't know, he was also very, he was very, uh, what do you want to call it, loose with it? He was very like, he just kind of like... Th- Threw his chances up there and just went, "Oh, we'll see what happens," kind of thing. He has nothing careless. else to lose. He was basically very careless with how he did this, but that's true. He was already at the he, bottom.
3: He tried so many things, failed yeah. so many times, and nothing left. Cornered, you know. And then, uh, you have you seen this movie? Nope. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, how is the, why I've been silent? <clears throat> and then, <laughs> and then, uh, my favorite part about Don't the Mine is watching them try to make that movie with. Running out of money and yeah. no electricity, finding that old broken home and yep. fucking the struggles. It was just they they painted that picture very very well. Yeah, he hustled, man. He yeah. hustled it, and he did and, good.
0: Like he did, <clears throat> damn. <laughs> yeah,
3: and it's about a
0: real movie that came out. Yeah, yeah, and I I uh, like I said, man. It, it seemed like they did the best justice that they could for for credibility, and I was amazed, but. Eddie Murphy was playing Eddie Murphy, in my opinion. Yes. And it's crazy on how much that he really was... He was the perfect person, I think. Maybe not look-wise, but... Yeah, yeah. Everything that Eddie Murphy is as an actor, as his his films and stuff, was just put into this one film. That's
3: kind of funny, because, yeah... Because, like, Dolomite and... Story and Eddie Murphy story quite opposite beginnings. Yeah, <laughs> Eddie Murphy dropped in smooth sailing, uh, hit the ground running or whatever. Dolomite had to struggle till he found even a an inkling of success. Well, yeah, because
0: in this story they're saying that Dolomite had a, a a blip of success in music. Yeah, and then he, and then he got pushed aside because somebody else came out who yeah. was doing the same thing who was I guess better put on a better show or whatever Mm -hmm. it was I don't remember who it was either but um, what was was it James Brown I think it was James Brown wasn't it sounds familiar I don't know anyway I uh, I haven't seen that movie since and so he basically had to work himself up by doing everything himself by hustling the game
3: yeah he He, he made it and then had to start from the ground again
0: yeah and it was (sighs) impressive but the one thing I think I really liked about this film and this character at least the way they showed it was that he was humble about it yeah he didn't take for granted everything that was being brought to him. You know, what I mean, the work, the people. He mm-hmm. didn't like like uh, some of like the Craig Robinson's character and stuff. Like, I was like, "What are these whitey doing here?" You know, it's like some college white kids in film school come by to help him out. Didn't see that. He's like, "Hey, you know how to work a camera? Come on, let's make a movie," kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter, yeah. and this was in the seventies, so racism was high. It was very prominent And yet He didn't care It wasn't about that It was about, it was about getting... Making a movie mm-hmm. When Wesley Snipes' character he got all fucking sassy And high on his horse And he's like Hey listen here motherfucker <laughs> Right It's like When something's done I move Like when a box needs to move I move it <laughs> Like mm-hmm. I do what needs to get done He's like Just cause you're Mr. Hotshot And you've been in some films Don't make you shit <laughs> yeah. It's like So start doing something Hell yeah I'm like that right there yeah, range. Man more people need to be like that <laughs> yeah. He saw his dream, and he fucking pushed it no matter how much. Now, once again, not everybody can take that kind of chance. He risked it all. Yeah. But in risking it all, he got it all. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those stories that, I don't know, it's very admirable.
3: And I think Dolomite was uh, Eddie Murphy's... First film in a lot of years. Four years,
0: years all right. Four at least. I think it was like four years, right? It was Such. like a big
3: deal, like Eddie Murphy's return, and they were talking about him coming back to doing stand-up comedy again as well. I don't know. I'm curious to see that with the PC culture, but um, well, see, yeah.
0: especially if you think about his old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right?
3: he never. <clears throat>
0: I don't. Th- I think he'd change it. I don't think he'd be the that's same. What's, that's hope,
3: what yeah. would suck. Yeah. If yeah. he came back and had to play by the new rules. It wouldn't be Eddie Murphy that we. I don't know. Yeah. So so everybody I, knows.
0: I know. Everybody knows. I love uh, the Jerry Seinfeld's um, cars. Yes. Get, uh, getting coffee. Com- comedians com- and cars com- getting yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Great show. I Love, love it. it so much. Yes. I've watched all of them at least several times, and Eddie Murphy is on that. Yes. And they kind of talk about you know some stuff, and one of the things is like uh, stand up com- uh, comedy is like. Would Eddie come back? He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna come back. I just, one of these days, I'll come back. It's not a matter of, you know, like, if I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna come back. I just, it's it's, it's not not a question of if, it's a question of when.
1: Yeah.
3: But he did, he accepted an award, like a Mark Twain award or something like that. And he, and it was shortly after Bill Cosby's uh, news happened. He addressed it, made jokes about it, and it was pretty damn funny. And yeah. he did his thing where he like gets offensive, makes good points and good jokes all at the same fucking time. Yeah. Um so there's a chance he could he, he I don't know. He's make natural it, born, funny badass, excellent genius, can't say enough nice things about the guy. Right. So who right. knows? I'm not ever gonna be like, You can't come back to do that. Who and, knows? That's I'm with
2: you though. I have my worries yeah.
3: about when he comes back.
0: And I think I think some of the things that still really just impressed me is he's still the same as he was when he was 19 years right. old. Right. So he, maybe it'd
3: be good for the PC to kick him on the face, I'm like shut right? up, <laughs> come back.
0: Don't get me wrong. There's there's a certain point in our society where PC is. <sighs> But Absolutely, people need
3: to show more respect yes. and fucking yes. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. The big picture of what they're trying to do achieve yep. is slowly happening, but we're getting uh, sidetracked, side missions, and all this other distractions. And, and, and sometimes you just
0: yeah, sometimes you need somebody like a comedian to come out here, like this kind of comedian, Eddie Murphy, yes, or even Seinfeld. You know, somebody who who knows how to show that kind of respect. Mm-hmm. But still, be able to slap you in the face and say, "Hey, wake up! There's right. more to life than this. Yeah. Stop Simplified, being so serious. Yeah, yeah. You know, Go set him back on track. Yep, hell yeah. So I, I would love to see something like that. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I think most for of- for the most part, Eddie <clears throat> <throat> Murphy keeps coming out of the films. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep seeing them. I've seen a majority. I think out of the entire list that he has, which is probably what 50, 60 maybe even seventy films. I don't mm-hmm. know, credited things. I think I've only Six films that I haven't seen. Oh wow! Well. Yeah. Yep.
3: I've probably seen fifty percent. I would have had. Yep. To. Yeah. So
2: I've got more than fifty, but I'm not nearly as close as you are.
0: I just I, I've always loved him.
3: I've always <laughs> loved this Has anybody guy. Anybody heard about his next project? No. I, he not. There's but, talks uh, of another Beverly Hills Cop movie. Yeah, that's
0: what I was say. So they okay. there, there is works on um, Beverly Hills Cop four that's supposed to be coming out. I Shh. just I don't know what's going on with right. that. Right. Another twenty years. Other than. <laughs> America... Yeah, probably coming to America too. <laughs> yeah, was the biggest thing that was. Yeah, and that was just came, just out, like, just came like out, like, out this year. Yeah. Ago or yeah, so yeah. I don't know what what's I gonna imagine. happen. Yeah, but he did say that there's a. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and it says an untitled Grumpy Old Men project.
2: What? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? no, 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 no. Otherwise, no. there's
0: a there's a movie called Triplets that. Is in pre-production. That's supposed to be next. So mm. we'll see.
3: Let's hope for Beverly Hill Cop Four. Although I don't, it doesn't matter. Like I said before. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm
0: curious though. Like this, this is the problem I have with trying to reboot some of these movies. That yeah, it's 20 years too late. You, you, know, can, you can only do that. I have an I have a son. He can do exactly what I do. That's what I was so trying to exactly. like said Very cliche. Yeah. That was the biggest Don't follow Coming to America uh, Don't watch it Because of the
3: Bill movie Bill and Ted 3 faced the music That's all that shit was huh? yeah. But those
0: kids Actually did pretty good It's, the, it's that classic
2: it's, it's kind of a classic trope When you try to revamp Or redo a movie Years past What it probably should have Because it's not like It hasn't yeah, yeah. been done before
3: Yeah but there's not many options when you're well exactly I mean, over it's, the it's hill either, then. <laughs> it's either
2: don't make the movie or cause yeah. I mean they did it in Shaft 2 when they made, Sha- they made Shaft 2 the did same fucking Die Hard die, yeah Die Hard with a yeah. yeah Die Hard uh, Live for Die out. Hard yeah yeah. Be, yeah with Justin Long no I mean, no not that one not that one what the fuck
0: no that one had, I mean he, he had a family in that one but the one that came after that one I don't remember what it is his He actually works with his son Who's also a secret agent Oh
3: that's right oh, Or like oh, a yeah, black yeah, ops yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. Add to that. the list Rambo Last Blood There you go Could you not up. fucking finish it It wasn't his daughter But it was like his niece Or some shit Same, Still, same thing Christ It's these, not it's finish these older, Yeah Next season are gonna do The same thing shit. with
2: Terminator they, they kinda did in the last one
0: <laughs> My whole point about that oh, was on, that, yeah. I couldn't finish that either. The time travel Yeah You know No okay Never mind. Anyway, yeah. I don't. Sorry,
3: I was too mad to hear your joke. <laughs> <laughs> the blood was pounding in my ears. But and I get it. The options
2: are it's, they're limited, limited but, but it's, at some point you have to go. Man, just leave it alone.
1: Yeah,
3: like absolutely. The, it's been every angle's been written to death, and yeah, the funny stuff's already been out there. But
0: unfortunately, you only see that kind of shit in movies. Because yeah. you get books. Ah, I see You don't have any of that Like uh, It either works appropriately For the story Right Or you You Don't have that kind of problem It doesn't seem like people are like Oh, they're just kind of Ripping off this this." Yeah, sometimes you do Get some of that But It seems like in movies You get that shit Day after day Or Every film that comes out Seems to be something That's already been done I
2: think because Part of the problem is I think Because A, it's 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 cash It's visual Like so you can see it A little bit more And I think there's just there's constraints on a film that aren't in play on books.
0: Oh, that's absolutely true. There's there's a huge budget that has to play into yeah. whether or not a film is going to get made. There's so people saying not like, no, no, yeah,
2: this this gets the, to be put in. Like, the
3: film needs to make money, so they're gonna the older the parents are going to be attached to the nostalgia, and then the children are trying to attach yeah. to the to the uh, the current You're trying art, to pass on a generation. to the youth. Yeah, yeah. It, so they're trying those... to get
0: market to but, uh, both but here's something i've heard a long time ago and it's always kind of resonated with me because i think it's true a classic is called a classic for a reason this is still relevant today
1: mm-hmm.
0: people it's only considered a classic if people are still reading it or or watching it or whatever yeah. it is yeah. or yeah. listening to it yeah. that's the only reason why it's considered a classic is because it's still being put out or it's still being Hold, holds its own still yeah. even so We've mentioned this over and over and over. At this point, it's just beating a dead horse. Don't touch The Princess Bride for that reason. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking classic. It doesn't need to be remade. Don't don't fucking do it. it I thought some of that shit was already, uh, I don't know, obvious. Like, Bill and Ted, we didn't need another one. Coming Dude. to America, you didn't need another one. Like, that kind of shit, you don't need to touch. Bill and Ted's a perfect example. They... They go back in
2: time, or they go through time to learn to play the guitar, to learn to play the music they're supposed to play, at the end of the second movie. Yeah. The third movie was unnecessary it, in every way possible. It really possible.
0: was. But once again, as you mentioned, you, you it's a fan film thing. It's just for the fanboys. Uh, you just <sighs> this point the characters like, oh, well, what, what have they been up to for the past 20 years? I mean, yeah,
2: it's... Completely obliterating the, the ending of the second one? Because <laughs> that's what they did.
0: I just, I feel like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> there's shit like that, and that's I, I'm afraid that Beverly Hills Cop 4... Yeah. Yeah. Might hit that mark, too, because coming to America sure did. I'm all for fan service. Like,
2: obviously, like, if you have, you know, if the fans want something, do it. Do it right. Yeah. You know, don't do it, you know, I mean, don't... Like, don't get me wrong. Like I will say that they, a lot of these people probably tried, but you have to be able to look at it and go, no, this isn't right.
3: That's one like, thing. It's like that script, all this process. A lot of people are looking at this, going, "Yeah, yeah that's a, a great a idea. idea." Exactly, and or like, or dumb enough to be like, "I'm not even paying attention to what's yeah. happening." I don't all, know. Whatever it thing- is, there's a lot of eyes and bobbleheads just. To all yeah. they see yeah. is just the fact Thumbs that other people are shit.
2: interested, and they're like, "We can make some fucking money." All right, like that's all it is. So when I say it's a cash grab, I'm not even talking about the actors half the time. Yeah. Like I'm talking about the studio saying, "Hey, yes. people are interested enough in this, we can make some
0: fucking money." Yeah. That's true. Uh, that is true, and, and I, I I can't deny that one bit. Yeah, that's why I said the studios, man. Independent films are where it's at to me right now because. Yeah. <clears throat> When you at a studio, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't give a shit. They just see dollars. Exactly. They're, and, and they're the looking for a check. Gets, yeah, the art, the art form gets lost. But that's why every single film out there that wins some kind of appreciation that has some kind of art standard as, hey, that was a fucking beautiful, artistic, amazing, whatever film, anything you have a sense of appreciation for in art mm-hmm. is almost always an independent film.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah There's yeah, yeah. very
0: few high budget studio films out there that you go oh my Cause god because the
2: studios won't let you take those kinds of chances no
0: not at all because they want to guarantee that they're going to yeah. get their money back and if you don't well you owe them back it's just like yeah. music it's just as bad as music you're going to
3: pay what you force. owe
0: you, ha- you look like you have something to say Jason
3: Yeah, I was going to add on to that but <laughs> I'm good uh, that could be in a whole other episode <laughs> or something yeah
0: that might be for our other show yeah. oh yeah, yeah. what's Actually, uh it's kind of, kind of start to wrap this up a little bit so for Eddie Eddie Murphy it's one of those things growing up right you have your films that you were as a child mm-hmm. you have your films that you were when you're you know 20s that you've seen probably and you're like oh yeah I like that do you think that there's, there's some kind of character or some kind of performance or something that uh, Eddie Murphy has done that you just it just either you loved it or it sticks with you or you just go that was phenomenal or that was fantastic, whatever it is, for your own opinion, it doesn't have to be overall world credibility. it's just do you have a character that Eddie Murphy or or a role that Eddie Murphy has done that you just absolutely love you can't can't get over it, whether how bad the film did or not
2: um I mean, personally speaking like i you know, i'll I'll say that the Golden Child will go up in, like, my all-time favorite Eddie Murphy movie. Um, but is it
0: the film that you enjoy, or is it him? And that, I was, that, that's, that's the, the distinction I enjoy, I'm looking for.
2: I enjoy the character he plays in that, but I would have to say I still love him in Bowfinger, I think, is his character. Which, I like the, which one? The the, the the nerdy brother. The brother? Like, especially because, like, when the revelation... Uh, the revelation that he's the brother of the star and that no mm-hmm. one knew when he's just kind of like just sitting there like i just ask him like what are you talking about he's my brother and he says it with that sort of delivery and i was like (laughs) are you fucking shitting me (laughs) i love that scene and i love that character because it just i don't know why i think just his nerdy sort of delivery like the braces the glasses the whole thing i just i love his borderline
0: white white man voice
2: yeah oh yeah
0: yeah yeah, um, he, he basically plays a very typical nerdy white kid, in my, was, in my was, opinion. Like when
2: Heather Graham just like, disrobed, disrobes, are like, you're
1: doing great. Yeah. This is, is awesome. awesome. got <laughs> to be a star?
0: Yeah, this is so awesome. Oh, I got to watch that shit today.
1: I'm oh, fucking, my God. Oh,
0: movie. my God. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you need to watch Meet Dave. Yeah, both of
2: us apparently need to watch yeah. Meet Dave. I, I think I never you never even heard of that shit until it's, today. it's a
0: ridiculous movie yeah. It's definitely One of those films yeah, yeah. Like It, it is yeah, not that, that kick the cat scene You described me right? <laughs> <laughs> It is not a great explains film Explains it But it has some Funny yeah. Fucking parts Like yeah Like I said The kick the cat See I fucking laughed Pretty hard Yeah when I, when I saw it Cause I thought that was hilarious And then There's another part Where you know Like I told you he's eating the hot dogs Right So he just got done Eating a, a, a Like 50 Or 80 something the hot, dogs. hot dogs, yeah, and then he wins this animal, and then uh, he's like a little stuffed frog or something like that. Yeah. And they hand it to him, and you gotta remember, like, they're looking through like the eyes as if they're like windows, so he's very limited. It's like, oh no, it's the creature from the Neverland or whatever, and he just starts choking it like it's evil, <laughs> like they sound the alarm like they're being attacked. And he's like, hmm, this seems to be in an, and uh, and uh, an not a real thing, so uh. That's funny. He hands it to Elizabeth Banks, and he's like, with his big smile, he's just, here you go. It's like, for me? Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. My colon is packed. I need to come release. <laughs> <laughs> he walks away to go to a toilet where he just stands there, and then you just hear this plump, 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 and there's a guy next to him in a stall going, show off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is, it's funny. I okay. think that it's some of the best... Comedic stuff that I've seen him do in his later years. Yeah, in his later years for sure. Yeah, like silly. Yep. Abstract, it's just it's that's, the that's that's the, that's the perfect one. It's silly. It is a silly fucking film. I but I loved it. I thought Hell it was yeah. great. It's definitely like a kid's child kind of film as well. Okay. So, but I don't know, man. Definitely watch that, me, Dave. I think you guys would like it. Word. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm not the only. It sounds pretty good. No. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. But. Jason, what about you? Uh...
3: Life is probably one of my favorite movies. And then for him, you can't... dismiss the groundbreaking performances in Nutty Professor. Like, you gotta imagine how fucking exhausting and how hard work that was and all the costume changes and all the scenes and oh my god he fucking had to work his ass off to pull that off and it it fucking he nailed it
1: yeah so it paid off
3: so you yeah. your question was like what i loved about like his what he did in a movie yeah right? is there
0: is there like a role or a performance or something that as, as, that, opinion, that as your be... own opinion that you just absolutely loved or you thought was fantastic yeah you can't that i professor you know that's like that's a very valid point i guess i i didn't really think about that either like he had to have worked his fucking yeah. ass off to do just that one scene he probably just, took six months you talking about dinner table yeah. yeah yeah. like to play each role cause yeah you yeah man that's you gotta shift gears and and, and the Buffet was part two oh man oh yeah yeah but yeah that's that's true that's a lot of that's gotta be exhausting
3: and uh yeah favorite movies, Trading Place but life as we uh talked further i I think about that movie, I get chills. Like, I fucking love Most that tough. movie. Yeah.
0: It's I think it's a very underrated film. I think it kind of goes under. The For radar. both of them. Yeah, yeah. Because so, that was right around, what, when Life come out? Like, it was 98, is that what we said? Mm, I think 99, so, yeah. somewhere on there. Because yeah. when did Black Knight come out? Jesus. That Martin, L- Lawrence Martin Lawrence's one? Black Knight. Oh. And then Blue Street came out in 99. Oh, well, Blue Street's yeah. so, funny. Yeah. Uh, Blue or, Street's uh, Money talks. Not money talks. Uh sorry. Uh, oh. No,
3: that's Chris uh, Tucker.
0: Yeah. Uh the one with Tim Robbins. Um,
2: oh, um, um I I <laughs> I blinked. I just remember the, the Coolio song. Fuck.
0: I blinked. Yeah, not uh, Money Talks. That's that's with Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. No. I don't know I, I, Oh hold on I Oh you were nothing nothing, nothing nothing to lose Nothing to lose Nothing to lose You're on uh, I, I like love that. that film Yeah I like that And I thought Blue Streak Was great too Yeah But Basically I feel like It's Those two films That he had come out with And it was right around The time that Life came out with mm. And so I see You know you had like I don't know I feel like at the time There's these films That were coming out That weren't like Huge yeah. By any means, but they were just popular enough, and then they just kind of combined the two actors. Well, so, yeah, they were hey, pushing we enough. Do?
2: They were pushing enough like box office stuff. Like they were like, oh, if we put them together, we can probably make some money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. You know, and then they had a bunch a great supporting cast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, absolutely because.
2: Bokeem um, Woodbine, Bernie Mac, Nick Cassavetes. Yeah, uh, he
0: plays Juana Man. Yeah, that guy. I don't know his name.
2: He was DJ in Street Fighter.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yes. I don't know why I remember that, but that's there. I, I do too. I think of that <laughs> a lot. Juana Man, the only only one I can think of because because his leading role that I've seen him in.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't was necessarily a, know him as a leading man. Otherwise, that's true.
0: No, but yeah, DJ.
3: Tim, you can answer your own question.
0: Oh yeah. You know it's really tough because I'm just such a huge fan of Coward <laughs> of his of his stuff. Every time I think of, of, I mean, other than Meet Dave, like, I think it was uh, recently watching Meet Dave, because it's probably been since it came out that I saw it. Yeah. I really love him in Meet Dave because he plays his spaceship and then he plays the captain. He's always playing multiple roles. Right. Always. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought, it, it, I thought he was hilarious. His mannerisms as the spaceship, because it's little people controlling the body, you know, and everything it was super impressive. The facials, the attitude, the whole blinks there. He just did such a phenomenal job as playing a robot, basically. Right. <laughs> um. But I don't know. That's super fucking tough. I, I, I really, I was really, really impressed with Dolomite. Yes. Yeah. I think that performance that he did was just fantastic. No, I'm going to watch I, this movie. I think it was one of those things where I mean, he didn't do any discredit, but he didn't have to be anybody he wasn't at the same time so it was weird it's this weird blend of him naturally I feel like being able to just do this stuff because that's how he's always kind of been in his other <coughs> shit his other films but he's doing something because he's trying to trying to copy somebody that's real and like yes. I said without knowing anything about this real person he still enjoyed the movie I still enjoyed yeah. the movie I thought yeah. he, he was fantastic um, I think it was a really well <coughs> and I think he deserved whatever award he got yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right, yeah. Especially because Pretty it's sure been so long. I just don't remember what one it was. Like, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love him and Mr. Church because of the seriousness and I thought he'd put on a phenomenal performance serious uh-huh. all the way through. But, like, I would say this was impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Especially going in there not wanting to watch it. Yeah, you son right? of a bitch. <laughs> so, I asked
3: him how he likes the movie and he goes, eh, it's about as good as Norbit or some shit. I was just, like, <laughs> confused, it's like, did he just say these words to me? I'm pretty
0: sure I, Nor, you know, he fucked I, with me. Yeah, I, I think my my exact words is like, yeah, I'd I'd rate it right up there with Norbit. You know, it's another piece of shit that yeah. he's done.
3: I was about to and hand in and, my uh, resignation for this podcast. Right, I, I, no, seriously, I'm like, no longer a banter, bro. <laughs> Jason Pod,
0: he, he's he was like putting something in the fryer, and he stopped and he like looked at me. He's like, uh, for real? Like, all right, I think we need to talk. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Yeah, so that's I was like, no, nah, man. I was just fucking with you. It was great. It was, yeah. it was great. Nice. But. All right. I right, know you guys, uh, you boys got anything else you want to say?
3: How uh, do
2: you guys want to? What are you fucking Say all time the time email address. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. Um, yeah, definitely you can hit us up at, uh. what is it? It's Bros at gmail.com. Literally just... All the letters. Uh, And then you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. (coughs) Pardon me, Instagram. Uh, I don't handle Instagram, that's why it choked me up. Um, And then we have recently started posting our episodes on YouTube. Eventually, there will be actual video uh, up there as well. You'll see snippets of us trying to set up, maybe clips of us recording, things of that nature. And then all those links will be in the show notes as well. And, yeah, we just would really appreciate anyone who likes and or subscribes and rates us on any of those uh, platforms that we're on. Uh, every little bit helps. We really want to be able to keep doing this and put more stuff out for you guys. And, yeah, we'd, and definitely hit us up. Any feedback you can give us, any suggestions, ideas. I mean, we'll run with a lot of shit. So oh, yeah. definitely hit us up.
0: Yeah, we like our movies.
2: Well, that's why we do the podcast like we can't go any conversation without referencing at least one so
0: and Jason's new to our, our, our little group and uh, uh, new friend and he's definitely realized and mentioned several times that we are going <laughs> it's, yeah it's really easy easy for me and Aram to just talk about one thing and completely jump course to something else especially that has to do with
2: well evident <laughs> this this afternoon trying to talk before the show about different family. different like Things we need to do for the podcast. We've had what two or three like different, like 15 20 minute tangents where we went off for no reason. Yeah, like I happen to be like, Oh, hey, did you see the Venom trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 30 minutes talking about like the Venom trailer for no reason.
1: Yeah, I get it. I it. Yeah.
3: Usually, we always come back, whatever. Yeah, we it we always start with a uh, parallel meaning, yeah, and then, exactly. uh, yeah,
2: yeah, we always try to circle it back. It doesn't always happen, but we try.
3: Be talking,
0: Get lost. Yep. Alright, well, this is Timothy Bennett. This is Aaron Banyan. Jason Chandler. Catch you later. Peace. Peace. Nice.
4: Hey, everybody. Jason Chandler here, promoting the music I dabble in. I play bass in a punk rock band. That band is called Don't Look at Me we have a split album with American Junk titled Splitting Image. Plus, we have many compilation albums on Concrete Head Entertainment Bandcamp.com. Our latest comp is Spring Farm Sanctuary. $5 for 28 songs and 100% of the proceeds are donated to Helping animals. And by the way, if you're a hip-hop fan, check out my group The Ones Known As. We have at least 20 albums and EPs to choose from. You can name your price. Oh, by the way, Tim's favorite album is CMC Multitask. Anyways, check out Concrete Head Entertainment Bandcamp.com and purchase some punk rock and hip hop music when you have time and cash to spare. There is links in the description. Thank you
1: and enjoy the rest of the episode.